Money Show. Ad feature. Oresti Patricius is our guest this evening, the chief executive at Ornico Group. Take us through... I don't know, actually, before you do that, Oresti, and I'm, I'm sort of throwing this curveball at you. I laughed and chortled and chuckled and just loved Volvo's ad last week. It looked like a print ad. Um, of the the headline was Volvos are rubbish, and it was a plastic bottle that had been sort of melted and crimped into the shape of an XC60 or an XC90 uh, Volvo, very distinctive shape, and then just in the small print it says by 2025 a quarter of all plastic in Volvos will be recycled. It was just the most marvelous contentious advertising which i which i really enjoy did you did you catch a sight of that one yeah i did bruce i mean i saw it all over um social media i thought it was um it was really uh, very cool but it's also i mean and i'll talk about it in t- in our zeros in terms of how um brands should help change behavior and i think that's kind of quite um quite a nice ad in terms of how how brands are changing their own behavior so that people can also change their behavior in terms of climate change, um, plastic, etc. Yeah, just get people to think about it. I mean, it's just a case of to think that, I mean, and by now you would think that all car brands would be doing precisely that. So it feels like they're a little behind the curve, but they're the ones who are, in fact, ahead of the rest uh, as the motor industry struggles to for, for relevance in the 21st century, I suppose. Give yeah. me... A, and I mean, if give you look a, at car yeah. ads, Bruce, I mean, car ads, you can you can take off the logo and they're all kind of, a lot of the times, they're all the same. So I think it's... 400 cool. billion squillion kilowatts of torque and other stuff yeah. that nobody actually understands. And, yeah. and yeah, unless you're Jeremy Clarkson and he's farming nowadays anyway. Um, so your hero this week, please. This is the brand that keeps on turning up. Uh, as a hero. Yeah. Well, I was strong-armed, Bruce, by your uh, producer, Takiso Fifi, to start choosing more radio ads. And I thought I needed to look, let's look at it a little bit differently because, I mean, radio is beautiful and it's got some amazing, uh, amazing ads because people can use the theater of the mind, just like reading a book as opposed to watching a movie. So, um, and I also thought, let me try and find a, ba- a brand that doesn't really um, spend a lot of money. I mean, there's insurance guys. It's got to compete with insurance, banking, telecoms, fast food. And these guys spend a lot of money on, on advertising. So I thought, let's just find somebody small. And yeah, I looked at the courier guy and I thought, it's, it's really clever. I'm not sure. Do you want to play it beforehand or should I just... I think um, so. Let's get, let's get a feel of courier guy. Remember, courier guy had that quite contentious ad of the security guys who had that internal van footage of them coming under fire and staying as cool as anything. Astonishing footage. And then they did a spoof of those guys training the couriers on how to <laughs> deliver. And then last week's hero, um, there was one of the languages and South Africans getting each other's languages wrong, Mr. Pop and Flace, and not getting the cues in the right places and not getting the clicks in the right places and getting coaching on that. That one. So, I mean, so these ads appeal to me, and I think they may appeal to Oresti, they appeal to many people, they don't appeal to everyone. So, this is the radio ad Oresti says is his hero. At the Courier Guy, we often accused of pushing the envelope, which is just crazy, man. We have buckies that drive, we don't need to push. People also say we tend to 
take things too far. We are courier company for flip sake, man. Taking things far is what we do. And close by too sometimes, eh? <laughs> okay, so now that I've cleared that up, visit the courierguide.co.za to get your envelopes driven and not pushed. Near or far from just 75 rand. That's lovely. Uh, I, I can't fault it. Um, what, what's, what's in it from a purist's point of view like yourself um, that, that gets not only your funny bone going, Oresti, but tells you that this is a campaign that's strong and working? Yeah, I mean, okay, we've got to think about why, why do brands need to advertise? And, and what does an advertising need to do? And advertising just needs to increase sales. That, I mean, that's what it is. It's out there to build but, but how do they do it? They build awareness, they build a brand, they build affinity, et cetera. But also it needs to stand out in the crowd so that it can actually do all those things. And the, the courier guy really, I mean, they, they, they're consistent, as you said earlier. Their tone of voice is consistent. The message is consistent. The ads are funny. They're quirky. They're clever. And that use of that language, they play on the words uh, and they make them live in your mind, which I think is really cool, specifically being a, um, a radio ad where it, utilizes that theater of the mind and the i know this is not really a word but the funniness um of playing with the literal meaning of these words and the juxtaposition of the of the figure of speech that they use i think in this context just makes it so funny makes it noticeable it makes it unique and and cuts through the clutter and uh, and really i mean when you listen to this when you listen to this ad it's with its tasteful high energy, but it's also got those peaks and troughs that keep you uh, and keep you engaged that you want to kind of listen to more and listen to more of it. But the other thing that I like about it is when you're listening to the courier guy, I mean, you can imagine him actually being the courier guy at, <laughs> at, the, yeah. at the shop at the end of the day. And, and, and that's what I also really liked about it. And, and I also think the other thing that I like about it is it's got legs. I mean, there's so much material in South Africa. I mean, they did an ad last week, which I didn't think was as cool on Sona. It kind of did push away from its central theme, but but it was still, it was really clever. Isn't um, isn't there a danger for guys like this? They, they, they've developed a momentum, they've developed a style, they've developed a technique, they're being cocky, they're being cheeky, they're being irreverent, they're being everything that we love in advertising, particularly when it comes to the audio nature of advertising. There's a danger here that either they push it too far or they become boring. Uh, do they need to be circumspect as to just how much of this they do? Well, I think they do. I mean, I, I was actually looking at their website, actually, and I thought, hmm, really, it doesn't tie in with this quirkiness um, of, of of their ads at the end of the day. And remember that they also got to, when they're looking at their ads, they got to comp- if they're competing in the funny space. There's uh, Savannah, there's Nando's, um, and, and and I think they've differentiated themselves, which is really clever, yeah. out of outside of Nando's and Savannah and some of the other uh, funny brands. And I think uh, they've got, there's still legs to go. Yeah, good. Thank you, Oresti, for that one. Your zero, though, has you have you're less fulsome in your praise. Do you want to hear the ad first, so that you can then tear it apart like a Jack Russell puppy with a tennis ball? <laughs> yeah, let's listen to it. Welcome to Hex with Mac, Extreme First Home Edition. Starting out, it's tough. So here's a really clever tip for you. Take Gogo out to buy groceries. Put two of everything in the trolley, one for her and one for you, and get them all at a pensioner's discount. 
Look at you, clever manual. <laughs> Another really clever tip for you, for your laundry, use MAC washing powder. It works really hard on tough stains, so it saves you time and money. You're welcome. MAC shine on. Yeah. 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 Um, without me going off the deep end, what's wrong with it? Okay, so I've got to be very careful because I'm, you know, um, we ha- we used to do the, um, Ornica used to do these ad forums with Jeremy Maggs um, a few years ago and we had this Mac, the, the Mac ads running and we, what happened there, you used to ask the crowd, which was filled with advertising people, you know, to give a, reg, a red or a green um, uh, flag. And if you didn't like it, you put up a red flag. And on the Mac ads, everybody, there was 100% red flags. <laughs> and the marketing director came and spoke to us afterwards and he says, well, I don't care if you guys don't like my ads, but let me tell you something. I'm selling Mac like you don't understand. So, so it works. Of- <laughs> no, no, but again, again and there, there is, I mean, advertising that works is one thing. Advertising that works despite itself is something else. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, so I have a, I, I have an issue with this ad. I mean, the, the, the fact that you're putting, I think brands need to be ethical. And I'm not saying that some of us, most of us haven't kind of said to granny or dad or whatever, please just add some stuff so I can get a bit of a discount or whatever. It's people, we haven't really done it. I'm not saying people haven't done it, but I think ethics is a little bit of a, a slippery slope. And I think brands have got huge voices and they've got a huge presence. And I think they need to dominate the behavior. Uh, they need to dominate um, our behavior. And they need to help change behavior in this country. And I think that's that, that's one of the things that I don't really like about it. I don't like the fact that, that, that they're giving us a hint of, like, let's do a little bit, something a little bit unhanded and give our granny to, to do something. So I think what brands need to foster that good behavior. And rather than bad behavior, and that's what I don't like about this ad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. I mean, Mac, MAQ, uh, washing powder, they're not idiots. They've been around for a long time. They're selling tons of the stuff. Um, and it's uh, this is a, a criticism of advertising, not whether the advertising actually works or not. It's how it lands, how it feels on the ear. And uh, when you've got an expert like Oresti Patricius this evening, chief executive at Ornico Group, he is circumspect of its efficacy. The marketing director of Mac, however... <laughs> Says it works. That's his prerogative, I suppose, to keep on at it. Would you respond to a Mac ad? I wonder. Do you respond to any washing powder ads anymore? More of the same, I wonder.